three, two, and one. Good. <laughs> Bigger clap, man. My bad. I, I got little you. boy claps. I, I got you. I got you a fat clap. All right, like a like a solid one. All right, say less. Three. I got you. Oh damn! I'm learning new shit. Three, two, one. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy C I double Z Y. You dig live action, Kansas City, Missouri. You already know how we get down. Every week we bring a dope guest on, and unfortunately, I failed y'all the past two weeks. I didn't bring nobody on, but I'm still the shit. So you know, it really don't matter, and y'all still listening. So I guess we lit. Um, it's a sunny day outside today, which always brings good energy. If y'all follow me on Instagram or Twitter, y'all know y'all see me lit this morning, feeling good, feeling hype, and I'm feeling even better now that I'm in this seat next to my guy. And if you're watching this on camera, you already know who's here. And if you don't know who's here, <laughs> introduce yourself, my boy. Let them know. What's going on? My name is Ashan, hip-hop artist, you know, from Kansas City, Missouri. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You want to know something funny? I've been, it's actually not funny because I be getting mad when people do this to me. I've been pronouncing your name wrong for a cool, like, three years. So Everybody do, bro. So it's Ashan. 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 Yeah. Everybody say my name wrong, though. That's crazy. So did your, did your uh, peoples give you a reason behind why they named you that? Nope. Nope. Just the A in front of Sean. I don't know why it's You're just like, Ashan. And you're like, all right. I think they threw the apostrophe there for a little bit of sauce, but. I saw you like when you walked in today, and you were like, "You should to say what's up to Mark." You was like, "Ashan." I was like, "Ashan." <laughs> I was like, I almost got confused. I said, "Damn, this sounds like one of my cousins in Africa." I got confused, but <laughs> anyways, little, it definitely got a little sound something to it. I don't know. Hell yeah, but it's still like fly. Typical it's still black fresh. American name. But Hell yeah, it would have been easy to just be like Ashan, but you know we ain't atypical out here. You know what I'm saying we different. I either hear Ashan or Ashan. It's never Ashan. Yeah, my name's Ka'alis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, let me stop fucking around. <laughs> let me stop playing. But look, ladies and gentlemen, we have him on today because the first time we had him on, we got to tell that story real quick. Um, he is actually, I believe, like my second guest in Kansas City when I came back from L.A. Um, first one, I don't really remember, so he might have been the first one, but Just I ain't going to. Let's talk uh, about it. We, we, you know what? We're going to go with number one. So he was the number one guest we had when, when we got back to the city and... You know, we were just talking about it. I kind of pulled up with the ratchet tree with the little Blue Yeti. You know, and Blue Yeti mic. Had one Blue Yeti mic USB plugged into the laptop. Took the laptop. Sat it on my knee. Mic on the on the, on the the couch right here. Shout out to old boy that hit him in his DM today saying he's the boy that be on the couch. Because um, cause, cause we was sick, on the couch. Because I was on the couch when he sent me that message. That's really sick. That's crazy. He going to watch this too. And then he just going to be Probably. like, comment under it. I know I was right. I know I was right, but yeah, man, pulled up at the crib, right? I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. pulled up at the crib, like and, and we just chopped it up. It was the first time I met him in person, and I I always say I got to get you back on to a, for a part two to a lot of people, but this was one individual that I really needed to get back on for a part two for a multitude of reasons. Number one being I lost half of that episode. Um, yeah, and so I couldn't upload it for lot, real. We, he talked yeah. a lot longer than with that. We, yeah, was. I had like maybe 15 minutes of, of uh, audio that I recovered out of like an hour and a half. Um, but it's all good. So that was number one reason. Number two, the energy Sean provides to really any space he enters, whether it's digitally or whether it's physically, is really, you know. I'm going to use a big word. I don't even know if it makes sense in this sentence, but it sounds right. Immaculate. It's just this this powerful energy. And I tell him that, you know, as much as I can throughout the year, she'll be like, yo, 
music, vibes, energy provide is always pure. And, you know, pure people belong on the episode more than once. So That's thank love, you for man. thank you for tapping in. You're back in town. Where are you coming in from? Uh, you know, past past like nine months I've been living in uh Long Beach. So we coming in town from Long Beach, uh just coming in, making sure I know I'm working on this music. You know, my boy Woe produced everything, he still live here, so mm-hmm. I got to come tap in with him, then tapping in with the rest of the team. You know, we got a concert on the 18th that we throwing. It's going to be free admission. You know, I prefer people, if they want to support, you know, buy some clothes. Yeah, that yeah. y'all had a, had a show in the music and shit for, for the free free. But now I'm back to, to get my content pieces ready for this rollout because, I mean, I got an album finished. But here to get my content pieces finished, tap in with my, my people with a concert and, and create new music, bro, as much new music as I possibly can while I'm here. Hell yeah! How's it feel to be back? And it feel good, bro. It feels so good to like eat like barbecue again. Because <laughs> like, the barbecue in LA is trash, respectfully. I mean, in my opinion, I'm just not gonna try. That's a smart decision. You know? I, just, I be eating too much. I try everything. I'm just not gonna try. And so I miss the I miss the food again. Just food in general. I miss my people. I mean, outside of like family and like my friends and stuff. But I just miss. I don't know, bro. Something about this city. Like it ain't the biggest city. It ain't always plastered with like a bunch of eventful shit to do, but it just feel like home. Hell yeah. I think that's one thing that uh the town has mastered. It knows how to it knows how to reel you back in. So like two like two things gotta be in order when you come back home. Number one, who you surround yourself with. Number mm-hmm. two, you gotta make sure you still you still, you know, got your mind right and, and focus is good, which I'm sure you do. But I know when I used to come back in town it always used to be like scary to me because I was happy to be home to come visit. You know what I'm saying? I was, like, I was like, man, this is home at the end of the day. You know, like I feel the same way. There's just a certain energy. It's not like there's no crazy events going on all the time or a whole bunch of dope ass creative parties, which there is dope creative parties. But I'm saying it's not every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday yeah. like it is in L.A. or bigger cities. But there's definitely this energy if you grew up here that, you know, always going to treat the heart right. But you got to make sure you still. You know, focus because you end up right back in place with some other folks that are just stagnant, and that's that's the dangerous thing about going home. No matter where you live, though, because if you think about it, if I don't know how, how many conversations you've had with a lot of native LA people, a lot of native LA people, they love their town, but them folks be want to get it out of there too. Like they be trying to move to like somewhere else. They try to go to New York or trying to go to Chicago or just trying to get out of L.A. proper and move somewhere else in Cali. At least that's been my experience when I was out there. Everybody want to get away from home. It exactly. Don't matter where you're from. Everybody yeah. want to get away from home. And it's, Everybody complain about their city. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious, too, isn't it? It's like, we be everybody trying to get out. Like, I'm trying to get out of here. You go over here. They're like, I'm trying to get out of here. You, you trying to get out of here. What you mean you're trying to get out of L.A.? <laughs> I'm me. lost. On me. So, yeah, now that's just... That's just how I be in the cities, but shoot, when I come here, I know, like, bro, I'm here for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. Stay on the task, don't veer off too much. Like, for real, I'll probably be overworking myself when I get mm-hmm. here, honestly. I, don't, I really don't spend enough time with my family while I'm here, but when I'm here, it's certain stuff that I can do here resource-wise that I haven't built out there yet. Mm-hmm. So when I'm here, I just I want to take advantage of that full-on as much as I can, make sure I get every bit of my time out here properly used, because I gotta go back mm-hmm. Eventually Hell yeah So I'm sure people On camera right now Or they might Already follow you On Instagram Or social networks And they see the swan Everywhere They everywhere. Whether they see A hashtag swan And letters Whether they see a, a, a Literally a logo Whether they see A neck tat Which I just caught Right now I ain't <laughs> yes, never seen sir. that Before I didn't know That was there Yes sir um, But can you kind of Let the people Who don't know already How What 
Swan means and then mm-hmm. kind of how it came about, like the, the, the birth of Swan. Well, Swan is Swan is an acronym for secretly we're all nerds. I just feel like uh we all got something that's weird about us or like something that's off. And I feel like you one step closer to happiness once you can embrace the fact that you might be a little you know, you might be a little weird, bro. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So but the the idea of it originally came from uh when I when I first graduated high school, like after my first year of school, I was uh I always was like big in writing to me, I write music, but I like have a lot of like T V show ideas I wanna do in like movies and documentaries and Swan was originally just gonna be a documentary. And like a lot of the like people I went to high school with that was like varsity athletes and these like the the, the jocks when they are in college and now you majoring in technology. Mm-hmm. You're majoring in design and photography. Like, bro, I used to make fun of these kids who ran like Naruto. That was weird <laughs> the whole time. So I wanted to like kind of interview the, the cool kids of high school and like just figure out why kids from the age of 13 to 17 feel like they can't be themselves in social settings. Mm-hmm. And Pick on people who are actually able to be themselves. And then as I was writing my interview questions down and I was looking at the interview questions and like what I wanted to represent music. And I'm like, this is really one and the same. Like I could make Swan everything. Like it doesn't just have to be this documentary idea I had. And I just ran with it. Hell yeah. Just ran with it. So Swan became everything. I love it. I love it. And I think like that conversation is still important today though. You know, we think about, it's kind of funny because you can imagine how unified a community could be if we could all just accept the fact that people are different and we should love and treat everybody with, you know, respect based off their authenticity and not who they're Mm -hmm. portraying themselves to be. And once we can do that, then people who are portraying themselves to be something that they're not will be more comfortable being authentic in themselves. And at the end of the day, it's an internal journey. You know, how people behave in society doesn't always affect an individual. They got to make the decision at the end of the day to be them. Right. But, 100%. but you know, if, if everyone lived in their authenticity and lived in their truth, so much more unity, unity, so much more collaboration, so much more, you know, just dope acceptance would happen. Cause when you were saying that, I was just thinking about high school, like all the kids that could have been cool with each other, but they weren't because they were like, Oh, he weird. Meanwhile, they liked the exact, I was talking about this shit yesterday with Altron. I was like, bro, I remember in high school, folks would be in the hallway, like really on some Harry Potter shit, like having wars in the hallway, like Expelliarmus. And then, but that shit really fire. I was watching Harry Potter at home like crazy. You know, that shit was tough. I was doing that with my brother at home. I just wasn't about to do it in public at school. You know what I'm saying? But if you would just allow yourself, that's a new friend. That's a new friend group. That's more, more conversations. And then, you know, once a conversation's initiated, Things can move on past the the Me. basic shit of Harry Potter and get into a deeper relationship where I'm you can interest. exactly. So I love that. What's the? I think you kind of answered it, but let's say like moving forward from like 2022 and like just your idea um, for for the brand and the mission of Swan moving forward. Where do you see it going? What do you see yourself doing with the entire brand right now? I feel like, and I could be wrong, but at least for me, I associate Swan kind of primarily with you and then the t-shirt brand, but like, where do you see it expanding? Like, is there, you know, events, is there charity? Like, where do you see Swan expanding? What industries or what worlds? I mean, Swan is, what I look, when I think of Swan, I think uh, enterprises and like corporations like Disney and shit. Mm-hmm. 
It's my imagination of it. Like, Disney is even a part of shit that people don't know Disney's a part of. Mm-hmm. That's real. Fucking Disney has ESPN. <laughs> Just learned that, like, last year. Disney has fucking Marvel. Mm-hmm. Disney is all over the place. Disney, I think Disney has some type of situation with Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then you have Disney+. Plus. So, for me personally, uh, like, with Swan, like, we start off with music and clothing because that's, like, it's like every nigga's entry level into right. industries. Right. So we build from there. And I, like I told you earlier when I was talking about the Swan, like how Swan was created, like I'm very, very much interested in film, TV shows, being a writer, uh, even directing, even acting. Like uh, I didn't know I even was interested in acting until I had did a video with Ka. And mm-hmm. they asked you me did to a do good a job, scene. by the way. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> Go check that, that out, ladies and gentlemen. So acting, uh, community stuff, like uh, Swan community is something I've always, I've always wanted to start up like. There's a there's a stat that says uh the federal the federal government like the feds essentially win ninety five a ninety five percent conviction rate hmm. and I feel like that's because of the lack of resources in our communities on why shit like that can happen and just having family and friends that's fighting fed cases right now and seeing the loops the loops and the tricks and the shit that every that everything pulls so Swan community is a big thing uh film comics uh content houses like i got a i got a vision for what i want swan to be 100 percent. but right now we take it step by step and yeah. things that's in our resources is you see clothing you're gonna see music clothing and the next step that we branching out with is content i love be a lot heavier in self-producing content we self-produce the music we self-produce the clothes now you're about to self-produce the content, having more and more content able, ready and available for when things get released. Just understanding a bit more how to market and how to push things more than we did before. I love it. I love it. And one of the things that I like pride this podcast on is identifying dope people and celebrating them. So I'm sure that I'm sure that Swan, you know, comes from your mind and you do a lot of work there. But who else is involved with Swan that helps, you know, get Shit popping, whether it's with the shirts, whether it's helping out with music. Can you shout out a few of your team members and just show them some love real quick before we move forward? 100%. Uh, Derek uh, runs creative direction. Like anything you see visually runs through the mind of Derek at some point. Shout out, Derek. Uh, you printed my T-shirts a few weeks ago. Yo, real one. Derek actually prints He prints everything. Uh, Nate, Nate also does designs and does illustrations for us. Uh, Alex, my guy, Alex, man, he's uh, another one of the like the the minds behind what Swan does and making sure we staying on 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 point with things and knowing how to bridge bridge us between other companies and knowing how to sell us and pitch us to certain things. Uh, my guy Walt produces all of the music. Shout my out my right hand when it comes to making the music. Uh, Good spirited dude. Yeah, my my homegirl Mo. We mm-hmm. we help. She helps with a lot of creation. And when we come into this content stuff that we doing now, she aids and throws her hand in a lot. Uh, that's the majority of the of the people that's like on the the day to day. Oh, and my boy, my boy Kenny. He uh he been out real helpful since I I came back to, for this visit. So yeah. that's been that's been with the work with the work team been like here recently. Just and we've been on it. We've been on it two three times out the week. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I ain't going to ask you to share no behind the scenes about about the paper or anything but like like that. But I know that the T-shirts have done well and really helped out. So if you had maybe, you know, two to three tips for other people who are, you know, 
maybe solely focused on dropping a t-shirt brand, what would be some advice you gave to them around building community and, and really, you know, building a, a support group around a brand? Cause every time I see you, you know, drop something, it's just a lot of love. It's a lot of love, a lot of support. A lot of people are showing up when you do events and your, your, your clothing is there. People buy, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not just there for show and no, no diss to anybody who throws shows and doesn't get any merch buy. It's just part of the process. But for you, I've seen with my bare eyes every single time, time people showing up and showing love for for the products you guys put out there so is there any tips for anybody else out there that's trying to do the same thing maybe even to just other artists who have come out with some uh some merch on how they can grow a little bit um i don't think there's one direct answer to help everybody you know it's like there's something different for everybody but i know for me personally i created I would say, like, all right, when people interact with me, it's more community-based. Mm-hmm. Like, further back, like, we take it back to 2017, when I first started to build a name for music out here, like, it wasn't like I was just a rapper. Like, nah, I had a house. Mm-hmm. And that summer at the house, I was throwing parties and inviting people over. And if it's not the parties, oh, we had a kickback at the house. Or, hey, yo, we coming through, we recording, come here and listen to some music. Whether you use a, a fan, a friend, a person to just be around, like... I just made uh, uh, whatever was surrounding me more welcoming to whoever. Mm, mm. So I feel like that created something for people to believe in. Hell yeah. And then once I actually had something presentable, like something that, that actually looked good and was something to offer, they already believed. Yeah, they they so, the brand was already established kind of on the low, like just, just being do, a good person, interacting, building relationships, building relationships, and then when the time came for you to come out, you know that's important. And I think like um, for a lot of listeners out there that are trying to, whether it's t-shirts or not, just any time before you come out with a product or a service, like highly suggest you build a community first. Building that community, whether you want to call it a fan base or a family or just a community being able to build relationships and be authentic again when you're that's that's the reason why I fuck with him so much to be honest ladies and gentlemen is really just authenticity like and I know that sounds like a cliche word or some basic ass word but in reality that's just the energy he put out from the day I met him and I appreciated that because he wasn't trying to be you know he wasn't trying to be tough he wasn't trying to be Sweet. He wouldn't try he wouldn't try to be not, nothing. He was just being coolest, him and all guy, and he like. and all that mixed together to just be like, Oh, he just real. Like he just real. Like he's not I'm trying sorry. to put on no image. And it's kinda easy to see if somebody's trying to be a little extra, at least in my opinion, because I'm just very self aware of the people I'm around. But when you just straight up and authentic, like people feel that and not and like I said, his energy just presents that so I'm not surprised that you've built a community uh, that, that's as strong as it is and I'm sure you'll continue to build even bigger and bigger so that's the goal man we got that we got that community here in Kansas City the goal is to make that that feel like that nation international yeah yeah. and this is just kind of a side question if you could if you could choose one song of yours to walk out to and you were like you know like a you whether it's a walk out to a show or whether it's like you're about to perform for some UFC fighter and they're walking out to one of your songs whatever if you could choose one song to walk out to of yours what would it be that's a hard question. It's mm. not. It's not released. <laughs> He's like, it's not can't a, share that yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, not a, it's not a release song. But if I had to choose a release song, Stay Dangerous? I like that. I like Ink? that. That's a hard. These are my, my songs. Like, <laughs> that's a hard question. 
I think Stay Dangerous would make the most sense mm-hmm. like uh, for our audience. Hell yeah. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a listener of Ashan's music, go ahead and drop a comment under this snippet that I'm going to post on Instagram in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. and, and let us know what song you would walk out to if you were a UFC fighter. What Ashan song would you walk out oh, to? Oh, if, if somebody was a UFC fighter, somebody would probably walk out to No Nigga. That's what I was thinking in my head. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking 100%. in my head. I love it. All right. So I want to kind of double back in like the the the, the life journey of Ashan and talk about sports and basketball. And uh, you know, basketball. Can we, shit, can we talk about what, what basketball meant to you growing up and just kind of your experience around the sport and how that maybe contributed to, you know, life in, in, in any way, and whether it's mental, physically, but yeah. Yeah, basketball. Basketball once was what music is for me today. Mm. So, like, at, from age, like, seven to, like, 16, like, Basketball was it. It was the only thing that was possible for me. I wasn't fucking with nothing else. Like it was basketball. I was I was the little kid. Like it's snowing outside. I'm in the driveway still. Like mm-hmm. I'm on the game. Like I'm uh uh. I'm working on the move. Uh, when we in high school. Uh, when I was in high school, me and my boy Chris, we used to wake up. School starts at like seven forty five. We up at four in the morning at the gym, mm. doing drills. Then we leave from there. We go to the school. We showering at the school in the school showers. Then we we go to class and we got a waist class. Well, sometimes in waist class, I'm not gonna lift. I'm going to the gym to get shots up. Mm-hmm. Then we after school at three o'clock, we at the gym just to have practice at seven o'clock again. Like basketball was when people say ball is life. Like nah, That's ball really was life. Funny. That yeah. was everything. It wasn't that good though. Mm. I worked hard, mm-hmm. and so. Well, I mean, I got, I'm a disabled man with rheumatoid arthritis, so basketball just, you know, after a while, basketball just didn't work. Like, my doctor wouldn't sign off on me playing organized sports. And because of how much I cared about basketball, I knew that I had to figure something out because it wasn't like I just lost my hobby. Like, this is what I wanted to do with life. Hell yeah. So, me losing basketball made me find this music, music. that was the very next thing I found and that hard work and all of that that energy that I put into basketball it went straight to music and and I want to transition into the early <laughs> days of music for a little bit but before I do that can you kind of share for individuals who aren't aware of what rheumatoid arthritis is can you kind of share what that is and and you know what were some of the challenges you were dealing with and may still deal with today yeah, uh, well, I was diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis. It is a type of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. I was diagnosed when I was 11 years old. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a chronic pain disease. It's inflammation on the bones, hip joints, and uh, like my lower back, my hips, and like knees get in, inflamed at times, and it's just basically like fluid pressure mm-hmm. on like. Bones and joints and mm. shit like that. So, very, very, very painful, uh, painful problem. But I mean, it's NBA players with arthritis. Like Amari Stoudemire was like, I was like, he got arthritis, bro. And mm. He in the NBA and he like elite. Right. Like, I could, I could do it if Amari could do it. So like that was a real pushing thing. But like being an athlete and having rheumatoid arthritis is not an easy task. It's, it's an everyday pain. It's not a you don't get days off of being in pain. Like I said. Everyday thing is a constant. You, me being here hurts. You gotta, 
walk through and push every single day. It's a mountain that you climb every day, just going through it. So it's a uh, now, mind you, I will say when I was heavy and frequent and working out, I didn't deal with much pain. Like my body would be shut down. I go run my seven, six, seven miles for the day, and no more pain. Like it's, hmm. it's gone. So I dealt with a lot of it just. Uh, being active, and I didn't even find it out until last year that I, me being as active as I was could stop my body from hurting when it's literally my joints. That's what I was going to ask next because for, for anybody that follows you on social, for the time you've been in L.A., we've been seeing you get active, you know what I'm saying? Seeing you in the gym, that you know, running, man. hitting that treadmill, getting them lifts in. Yeah, we run, run with the A.C. I don't run outside. <laughs> yeah, I run with the A.C. He said, nah, we don't do all that, but I the A.C. will outside. hit. Right on. What what gym you hitting by the way for all the LA, LA folks? Fitness. Okay, LA Fitness. LA I fitness. you know shout out to my LA Fitness guys. You know I used to that was the the gym I started training at in San Diego. It's LA, the, it's the LA, the premium gym. one in California. Yeah, everyone goes. It's the there. most accessible. It's everywhere. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. So are you in LA? Are you like is everything you do primarily in the Long Beach area, or are you kind of active all over the city? I see you in Hollywood a lot, and then I see you obviously in Long Beach a lot. Um. So. Um. Yeah, I mean, I know when I was in L.A., we on the move all the time. I'm just wondering if that's the same thing for you, if you all over the city, or is there a primary studio you chilling at? It's all over, man. It's real random. Like, I know, like, staying in Long Beach, uh, I've only been to Long Beach studio, like, once. <laughs> uh, We, it's like a, I'm not going to give it a plug up, but it's a certain app mm-hmm. to where, like, you can look up studios, mm-hmm. and you can get studios for a discounted, like, a cheap price. Mm-hmm. They don't come with no engineer, though. You just got to have your own engineer. Right. So we'll go there. It might be some a studio in North Hollywood, or it might be something over in this area, over in that area. And sometimes I'll be doing workout in the valley, uh, closer to Van Nuys and Porter Ranch and shit. So Porter Ranch? Well, you deep. I hope you're oh, driving out there. I used to no, have to take the bus everywhere. Bus, bro. Oh, so you feel me. That me up real quick, though. You know, that was me for three, four years out there. And I lived you in... You Ke- bus for three, four years? I never, I never had a car. I would I'm Uber sometimes. Back. I'm driving back. I'm oh, smart decision, now. my boy. Nah. Look, I was in Calabasas, dog. I was in Calabasas. That's where I lived. And then I had to transport myself out to the city, like, every day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dog. I'm talking... I'm talking... Uh, a, a local whack ass bus that don't even go nowhere. It's like a trolley system, a mm-hmm. bus trolley system from Calabasas to a bus stop, bus stop to Canoga Park, Canoga Park <laughs> to another bus stop. Take me down through the so, valley all the way to Hollywood. You go to Canoga Park. That's, I'll be getting off on Chatsworth. Mm, I hate getting off at Chatsworth. So I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Chatsworth. <laughs> Chatsworth remind me of like meth towns. Like I don't know. I be. <laughs> I be keeping score for like the club games at Sierra Canyon though, so that's why. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I used to not at Sierra Canyon. There was this other small school in the valley. It was like closer to Porter Ranch. It was like a small high school that I used to help coach at until I realized I'm, I'm not. I ain't I ain't good enough at basketball to be coaching. In my opinion, that was just my opinion. So I was like, you know what? I had a little imposter syndrome and stopped showing up. Nah, they don't uh, they don't be having me coaching, but I I pressed a little button to keep. Hell yeah, no, I see. That's a good. That's a that's an entertaining place to be. Why you run into so many so many people? Connect with a lot of people. Good basketball too. Entertaining basketball. I met Kyrie like two months ago. Yeah. See. That's that's the right decision. He would just be pulling up there. Yeah, no, of course. And then now with Kanye starting his little team in the valley too, <laughs> that boy wilding. But anyways, let's transition back to early music. So, like you said, 
you know, once you decided basketball may not work anymore, that's when you had to transition that energy somewhere else, and that mm-hmm. ended up being music. So were you already writing, like, while being into basketball, and you were just writing here and there when you was bored? Like, because this is what I heard, what I heard from around the grapevine when <laughs> you was in high school, is that you'd be in the back, hoodie up, headphones in, writing. It's so I don't, know school, if that was, yeah. I don't know if that was after basketball or during basketball. Well, or like, when did this, when did this love happen? Because most often people kind of have an interest in something they're good at for all their life. They just never got serious about it. So what was that like for you? Was, was it the same? Well, well, for one, I was trash at rapping. <laughs> I was god-awful. But Compared to now. See, when when you talking nah, to somebody that don't rap. No, nah, like, <laughs> back then I was trash. Like, like not even like no, like. Cause I used you was to, trash, all right. Like, I knew I was trash. Okay. Like, while I was You were self-aware. I, got I you. knew I was trash. Like, I used to listen to my shit mm-hmm. and listen to the shit that I listened to. <laughs> it was like something off. <laughs> it's a lot off right here. You know what I'm saying? So, but nah, I, uh, once I picked up, like, and that's that may be, that may speak to, like, how obsessive I am of shit. Once I picked up rap, like, the work ethic from basketball went straight to rap. So, mm. When people is seeing me at school with a hoodie on, like head down, like that's how I was a basketball. Y'all used to just sleep, see me sleep at class because hmm. I was just up at four in the morning fucking playing basketball. Training, right? Yeah. I don't have to do that no more. So mm-hmm. now I'm in class rapping because <laughs> what the I fuck am I in class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that it was because I was still in high school. Like that was basketball ended for me summer going into junior year. Okay. Yeah. So you still so had pretty much I still two had years. High yeah. school. Yeah. For people to be like, oh, he be in class writing in a notebook somewhere. Like, yeah, that was I was that. Kid. That's me. But I, because I knew I sucked though, mm-hmm. and like I Trying just figured the, the more reps I put up, like, yeah, just like basketball. Like yeah. I didn't have a jump shot until I shot the ball thirty thousand times, and now I can shoot. Took the principles from basketball and threw it over to something like, bro, you knew. Right, love. You suck. Right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You keep going. Eventually, somebody gonna think you're good. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up. It probably took me like. Four years of that to where I feel like I finally got good. And now you fire. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, it works out like that, man. It works out nah, like that. Eight years that. later, we fire. I love that. And, like, the, it, it's a testament to the process. And, you know, like Nipsey Hussle says, the marathon continues and really believing in that. Like, understanding that you ain't going to be fire. You're not going to achieve a goal the day you start. You know what I'm saying? Hell but if no. you put the reps in and you just... Do what it do. Look, there's somebody young out there listening to this right now that doesn't even know what he likes, but he knows he likes Kobe Bryant. Instead of just loving the game, appreciate that, but take some of the principles you can learn from the hard work, the work ethic, like the principles. Let's not just call it hard work. It's like, what did he do every day? He got up and did this. He had a, he had a strategy from 4 a.m. to this time. He would do this from this time to this time. It's routine. It's strategy. Always it's reps. Routine. And when you can do that and really commit and do that consistently, you're going to win at whatever you do. And like when you just try shit, but apply those same principles to whatever you try, you're going to be able to learn quick. Yep. You're going to be able to iterate fast, quickly. You're going to be like, all right, I'll put in the work here and I hate this shit. Let me move on. But you know, you put in the work. And so you can try shit and you can move on faster when you really apply hard work, you know, strategy uh, and, and consistency. You so. do something enough times, bro, muscle memory will make you win. Mm-hmm. It's all, I remember to do it this way. Yep. Because you was doing it that many times that way, shit going to work. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I'm sure you're, you're, you're working with a lot of people from Kansas City still, but I know you transitioning out to Cali and connecting out there, but... Before we talk about people you're interested in working with in L.A. or that you started working with, who are some people that you really are happy you got the chance to work with in Kansas City? Uh, well, shit, the whole Caviar family. like Hell yeah. From shit, Watts, Right Money, to 
Shakar, Solomon. Uh, I'm about to work with Jazz. She cold. I'm really, really interested to work with Jazz, mm-hmm. bro. Jazz is so fire. Mm-hmm. Um, She's super sweet too. Shout out to Jazz. Thank you for coming on the show. I want to work with Amir before I get before I Dope. before I go back to, go back to California. Uh, who else do I want to work with? But I've enjoyed working with uh, Kyle Walt, my boy Zeph. Me and Zeph got so much music. I love that boy Zeph music. I still ain't met him in per- actually. No, I did meet him once at I, actually at one of your <laughs> events. Um, maybe like last year. But anyways, that boy music is just cold. Like. Uh. So cold And his range Like his range Uh, Of everything he could do Is ridiculous He got so much He got so much in store Uh, But yeah And I would say Like Zeph, Walt And Kai Are probably like The people here In recent times That I I work with the most And probably enjoy Working with the most I'm thankful I can collaborate With them on a consistent basis Hell yeah Hell yeah Me and Zeph Talk about music all fucking day, every day, nonstop. That's good to hear. Uh, I was just talking to Zeph yesterday. That's good to hear. I love it. So, like we said, you in L.A. now. What are some lessons over the past nine months that you've learned while you've been there? It doesn't have to be particularly around music. It can be about life. It can be about business. It can be about production. It can be about anything. But what are some lessons you've learned over the past nine months? Because when you're transitioning to a new city, especially a big city, there's a lot of there's a lot of Trials and errors that come with that. There's a lot of tough, you know, tough days, tough nights. Um, you know, nothing's perfect when you train when you just move to a whole different city. I tell you that. Yeah, and I didn't move with a plan. Mm. Like I just up and went because yeah, was off. Yeah. So it's um, it ain't easy. Everybody, I remember when I first told people I was leaving. Like people was like, "You got a deal, huh?" I'm like, "No, bro." <laughs> I ain't get no deal, man. Somebody was like, "You just can't tell us." I'm like, no, that's that's not what happened. I don't. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize when you move is when the shit get hard. Mm-hmm. Like, true. I've been grinding for seven, eight years back here in the town for so, but the pressure don't hit until you like, yo, like my mama not fifteen minutes away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just. Pop up and go over go there. Go sit on my mama, edge of my mama's bed and like spill my feelings out and mm-hmm. my mama just be there. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little it's a little different. Uh shoot. You not like I remember I, I told somebody I was telling somebody not too long ago, like, bro, my first like couple weeks out there, we went out somewhere to kick it. We was gonna go to we was going to the studio, but we was going somewhere first before we went to the studio. And we was at the homie at one of my my roommate's homie's house because he wasn't even my homie at this point in time. And I'm in there, and dude looked at me. He was like, "So what you do?" That fucked me up. Mm. I hadn't heard that in years. Mm. Out here, everybody know what I do. Everybody done seen me rap for these past however many years. Never asked that question. I was out there my first two weeks. That was the most humbling shit in the world. Hey, what you do? Let me know. Nobody out here know about that shit you do at home. You could be the biggest shit in the world at home. Did nobody know? Don't nobody know. Come do it all over again. And that's the main thing. Like, just don't harbor on the past no more. Like, mm. All the shit you did before, yeah, it's cool. Do it again. Keep doing it again. Keep doing it again. To the world know you for that. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't just be one section of a country that know you for that. That's real. Because it's not. Because somewhere else Nobody knows mm-hmm. You're not the nigga no more You're the nigga <laughs> over there mm-hmm. 
come over here, show us you the nigga. Right. Establish yeah. yourself. Establish yourself, bro. So like I said that's my goal. Like I I did what I I've done in Kansas City. I'm gonna continue to do what I do for Kansas City. But it's about bringing the rest of the country in. Mm-hmm. Real everybody in one by one. Yep. Hundred percent. I love everybody, it. Every every city we can, every city, every town that we can loop into this, we're gonna we're gonna add them along. And that's like kinda another like lesson you learn from sports, you know, especially if you go play D one, D two, D three. Use the shit at your school, buddy. Use the school. I, that Use was the exact example I tossed mm-hmm. that, bro. I feel like mm-hmm. I just went D one, bro. Mm-hmm. And like I realized everybody was the nigga. Everybody on the team cold now. Right? Everybody in LA had transplant. Mm-hmm. Yep, so damn near. <laughs> everybody that I done met at least. Yeah, yeah. Been a transplant, so they come out here, and everybody just as nice as you. Do something. Right. Everybody trying to do the same thing. You ain't special no more. That's the. I think that's what happens to a lot of people. Is like. Not too many people. There's a lot of people trying to do music in like smaller cities, but it's not as large scale where somebody's literally dedicating their life to it. They might do that shit on the side, throw a little video up, but you know they ain't hustling, so you ain't really worried about that. But like, you know, when you go to a big town like that where people literally save 15K for the past six years just so they can move out there to chase their dream, mm-hmm. save 30,000 something. Folks really save full life savings for 10 years just so they can be like, I saved all this to move to LA to chase my music career. People be on it, and it's not one person. It's eight hundred fifty thousand of, of them, and they nice, <laughs> and they go, and they nice, yeah. So, and they and they at the same level as you. So then, as which is also interesting because you like, wait, you cold? Run and into they, a lot. That's one yeah. thing that like going to being out there. I done ran into so many talented people, mm-hmm. so many talented people. So yeah, that's probably the my favorite part about being out there, bro. Is just the amount amount of talent you see like go to the studio like you gonna feel like you need to write something everybody in here writing mm-hmm. it ain't nobody in here just slouching off like yeah if the chicago homies come out here they they don't they ain't playing they come out they knocking shit out they in the studio niggas making beats on spot nigga, it, it's just it's always a creative energy around whenever i be in the studio with who i be in the studio with out there yeah whether if you're not on the song or not nigga, you better be writing so i'm better sitting here writing something. tiktok rap can't be song, sitting there nigga. right yeah, it's gonna be sitting here. Somebody's that's gonna real. be doing something. That's something. That's what's special about cities like New York, my Miami, L.A., Chicago. Depending on your industry, of course. Mm-hmm. But that's what's special about these big cities is like it's just a different energy. Like you can be in a group full of like thirty people here, ain't nobody in the room doing shit. And I love the city. There's a lot of people hustling out there. Shout out to who you are. You know who you is. But like. When you out there, like that energy is just real, like facts, everything like is everything snap, bad, snap, snap. Bro. You gotta be ready for that too, because that can be stressful on on top of everything. Everything. Some people bad. will be like hyping that up, like, oh yeah, I just need to be in a faster lifestyle till you get out that motherfucker. <laughs> you out here losing <laughs> it. Out here losing it. Man, you know, California's super fast, man, super fast. I love it. I Shit love happening it. in the blink of an eye out there. Quicker than you know it, but never been to a place like you. You never, said, oh, you never, never been, been to a place. Have like you been there uh, prior before, to? Yeah. I didn't understand when I went, though. Mm, yeah, until I didn't you get in, to go live in it. Yeah, until you engulfed like, in the culture of that, that city. This shit different out Shit here. is different. Have you uh, been able to, like, based off the people you've been kicking it with, experience L.A. culture, though? Like, you know, L.A. culture, not for real. Nah, not yet. I it's a beautiful culture out there, my boy. I haven't tapped in with many, uh, many of the locals. Like, some of the homies that stay over by Lamert and shit, I be over there sometimes, but. As far as people that's like really from LA, like man, really grew up like LA roots and shit, I ain't really tapped in like that. I ain't good gonna act pe- like I'm. They're good I'm, people, I'm man. When you get a chance, you'll 
You'll really love they they vibe. I really appreciate LA people because you be like hmm. over here eating Skittles, ladies and gentlemen. But you be thinking like, oh, your life must have been sweet. At least that's what I had the brain going up. Oh, you lived in LA. Well, depending on where they grew up, then obviously yeah, there's the obvious the things, hood. right? Yeah, that's just obvious. But like some some people be like. Moving out there and she'd be like, oh, well, so how was it growing up in L.A.? Niggas would be like, grimy. <laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be like, huh? So they start telling you live as well. But good people's out there, though. So when you get a chance to connect with some L.A. natives, really enjoy that experience because I think they're special individuals. I feel like I'll be able to once I get a car, man. It's going to be lit. You about to drive back. Yeah. I hope you have somebody driving with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got somebody riding with me. Yeah. I'm I, doing the whole 24. I drove, I, drove, uh, I drove last February with somebody. Boy, I was tired. It, hey, I'm gonna stay at a hotel overnight. So yes, but home. do not go, bro. If you you leaving in February, I'm leaving first couple of days of March. Still, do not go through Flagstaff, Arizona, bro. <laughs> you got the chance of getting snowed in over there, boy. Don't do it. Don't risk it. Try to fly. Snow try to Arizona. drive a. Well, you can drive through Arizona, but don't get too close to Flagstaff. I I drove you know through Flagstaff. Yeah. Boy, about an hour out of Flagstaff, some snow hit, and that snow got in Arizona. Yeah, like bad. It snows. In it Arizona? snows bad in like Flagstaff area, like for real, like out it's here, crazy. like worse than here. Too. I heard they didn't have basements in Arizona. That might be true. I ain't never. I ain't really even been in basements in L.A. You been in basements in people's houses yet? I haven't, except a few rich people, like rich, rich. They had fat cribs. Damn, that's a good ass. Have I been in a basement? You know, they only got basements because of tornadoes, brother. <laughs> That's the only reason for basements. Basements for is tornadoes, and then um, like a like or if you were in a war torn area or something like that, sometimes they got them little cellars or something. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. A city with no basements is kind of fucking spooky. Well, that's kind of crazy. You in L.A., my boy? You about to? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of no, crazy. I never thought about that like that though. Yeah, there's no no. You know, we from here. I just expect a nigga to have a basement. Nah, ain't no basements. No basement. And a lot of, and a lot of you probably already seen this, but in case you rich, rich, but a lot of houses ain't. Two floors out there either It's just one flat floor Straight back Or straight to the side Start paying attention When you get back there bro Watch you gonna see Like wait hold up (laughs) Ain't none of y'all got a basement But nah that's crazy So let's talk about Moving forward like uh, Looking forward for for music Over the next You know The remainder of 2022 What can we expect from you Um, What can we You know Look forward to What are you excited about um, Over the next few months Um I got a lot of music finished. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. When it's going to come out. So that's a different story. That's a different story. You know, <laughs> I like to say it's soon. Soon. I like that. I know for a fact I got an album this year. How's that feel, though? Oh, I just, I feel good about it. I mean, I've been kind of been not because it's not complete. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't had the songs picked for a cool little minute now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just making sure the rollout shit is all gonna be good. Making sure we 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 get everything proper and shit like that. So I'm super excited about it because I mean, this is I I I haven't sounded like this ever. I'm definitely definitely trying new new shit out. Trying a lot of new shit out. Uh, embracing. I mean, I'm sure people can guess what the name of the album is, but you know. <laughs> I ain't gonna guess because <laughs> I ain't trying to get shit I, wrong. I, said, I, I make it pretty obvious, uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited for the for people to hear what I have to offer new. Like, and it's not 
what I made in LA, I made this before I moved. This music was made here in Kansas City, but definitely sounds very, very different from typical Ashan music. Not the not the normal approach that I usually take to records. Trying new things out, whatever I learned from vocal classes, whatever I learned from this past year, just traveling the country, being a rapper that I have been, and just putting it up, putting it all on paper, man. We put it all on paper. Hell yeah, put it all on the floor again. I mean, if people know my music, we we put it all out there. Everything is all out on the table. Nothing is held back ever. Never hold nothing <laughs> back. So yeah. I love it. And for shows, you mentioned you have a show here in Kansas City um, before you head out. And do you have? I know you have uh, had some shows while you've been gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have any other shows outside of Kansas City moving forward? Maybe go ahead and drop for the people again the the one in Kansas City where that's going to be at and the date. February eighteenth, we will be at the Rhino up on uh, Armor Boulevard. It's like right by North Kansas City High School. Uh, March 17th, I got a show in L.A. I don't know the exact venue yet, but, yeah, the 18th is what we pushing for right now. It's the anniversary for uh, One Big Happy Family. Hell, yeah. Three-year anniversary. That shit feel like forever and a day ago. But yeah, three-year anniversary for One Big Happy Family. Man, we pushing the show. We got special guests that I'm going to be announcing this week. Um, We got, uh, we going to have... Board games, arcade games there. You know how the pop-ups be, Yeah, bro. hell yeah. It's going to be an open bar this time. I don't... I'm not going to be selling y'all no liquor. The <laughs> venue but it's an open bar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People can uh, people can go tap in tap in with the At liquor. At your discretion. We're going to have new... new The new merch, crazy. Crazy. I'm to see that. New merch, so crazy. We was just looking at the designs yesterday. At the, the day before yesterday at the meeting, bro. We did it again, man. We, did it again, <laughs> we man. outside. So I can't wait to see how people react to the new clothes, the new music, because I'm probably gonna perform mostly new music. Good, good, because I'm ready to. I'm ready to hear something. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to hear new vibes. Although I yeah, can man. run one big happy family for the next six years. Talk about like, hey, man. talk about Bring like, what is it called? Uh, like when a when a when an album lasts forever. What's it called? There's like a word. There's like a <laughs> you say that I can't say that. Man, you say that man. Word. Well, I'm a I'm a go ahead and say that that's one of them albums that got you know you can listen to that like some Erica Badu shit. You can like rock that shit for thirty wow. years, and that's my humble opinion. Just because I think again the the word that I've been overusing authenticity and emotion and just putting it all on the table, and then also just like. This, there was singing on there. There was there was there was melodies on that joint. There was straight fire rap on that. There was like real life stories for certain people from the town. You know, you know what I'm saying. There's real life stories. So it's that. Let me just yeah. say that it's that. <laughs> I'm, I'm humbled. I mean, shoot, nigga, call your music timeless. I mean, shoot, what else? Timeless, what else timeless. I, there we go. What else could I? You know, one big happy for? family is timeless. I can't quote that. That's what we make the music for, bro. For people to feel like whenever they heard it first, I don't want people to go back or hear it later on and be like, eh, that wasn't so good. Mm. That's what I thought it was. Right. Like, Never. If it has the lasting mm-hmm. power, bro, that that's heavy in. Shoot, if people feel that way about my first project. Can't wait to see what happens. Moving I just forward. I just hope it's, it stays that way. Mm-hmm. Like People will. The music that I make, no matter how, because I plan on getting very weird and very left. Like, hey. The, the secretly we're all nerds is about to start showing in these songs. So the weirder I go, the further left I go, I just hope the quality of how good it is stays. Hell yeah. I love that. Stays. 
I love that man. Well, we're super grateful we got to have you back on the show. Grateful you know, here, part man. two, but but really part one because we didn't really get to get part one out yeah, in the first you place. Didn't even have, you didn't have a visual. We, aspect we didn't have a visual one. aspect, so I'm glad we hey, got. I'll be kind of early on the on the on the local media, man. I'll be, I'll be kind of hit, bro. You ain't lying. Just get in tune I, with the I, media. I seen, man. I seen, I seen some of your old shit before I interviewed you for my old shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So look, we're gonna keep going, and hopefully, we can get you on here every year until the fucking. 24 to 5 Hey man I'm gonna and, come tap back in with you when Yeah I, when I'm, when I'm So, drop, when so I'm drop. We lit man We lit um, Before we head out of here today I want you to kinda Answer this last question for me um, to, to your best of your ability So it's your last day on earth You're 110 years old You've lived a fulfilled Happy You know Fruitful life um, And your great grandchildren Are sitting at your feet And they ask you Great grandpa Give me one piece of advice On how to live a good life What are you gonna tell them do what make you happy. That's it. I feel like if I'm 110, I'm only going to want to do what make me happy in the moment. Because mm-hmm. if you make, bro, I don't even know if I want to live to 110. That's crazy. <laughs> I hear a lot of people say that's Living past 80 is crazy. Like if you live past the age 80, think about what an 80 year old today has seen in life. Mm-hmm. They saw the Holocaust. Mm hmm. <laughs> I've seen a lot, man. And seen COVID, mm-hmm. <laughs> all in the same life, all in the same. Life. Oh, nah, all Get me in the, the fuck same, out of that's here. That's crazy. Yeah, hundred and ten years. Well, that's a lot of live life, a lot of wisdom. But, but yeah, no, nah, I love it. I love it. Hey, man, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you do whatever the fuck you want to do with life. Be happy with the choices you make. And uh, before we sign out, let the people know where they can find you, how they can support your music, and how they can support the merch. Uh, you can support the music and the merch all at the same location. It's www.swan.team. Uh, Instagram uh, is I love you, Ashawn. Twitter is still fuck you, Ashawn. But we 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 getting we fixing it. We gonna, we gonna bring this back around to the love. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me at on the socials, though. I love that, and you know, make sure you love yourself. If you've been following uh his Instagram, his Twitter, you Message. know he's. He's he, exactly. He's been reminding y'all that every day, so I love it. This is your boy C I Double Z Y live action Kansas City, Missouri, with another episode of the College Dutcher Show. Make sure you tap in, leave a five star review, and share with a friend because that is the only way we can grow. We're gonna see y'all at the top. Salute.